Welcome to another exciting edition of Chip Chat on Customer Service. Today's guest is my very good friend, Adrian Tanone, who is the founding director of customer service for Detroit, one of the largest cities in the United States. How he took the restaurant skills he developed and applied them in keeping the customers of Detroit, the residents and businesses, happy. And along the way, how he encouraged and they have mentored the music industry to grow in the city of Detroit. Welcome, Adrian. Chip, I am thrilled and honored to be here as well. And nice to see you. Well, we're we're glad to have you. And the city of Detroit, one of the largest cities in the United States has a director of customer service. How exciting. Uh, how did that all come about? Mayor Duggan tapped you on the shoulder and said, my son, I have a job for you. Tell us about that. Well, I'll tell you how it started. I have to go back to when I was three years old on a milk crate washing dishes on Schaefer and Finkel in my family's restaurant. Uh, I would say if child labor laws were were practiced, my family would be in jail. They had us working. Uh, but uh, grew up in the restaurant business on the west side. And my parents later opened a restaurant called Cafe Cortina that's still there today in Farmington Hills. Uh, grew up in the business and just really uh, had a passion for serving people and customer service. So worked with uh, several mayor, mayoral candidates and leading up to Mayor Duggan, who uh, I want, I believed in right away when he was at DMC. And I took the curriculum of Cafe Cortina that we built over the years and brought it to our to our campaign and became the volunteer coordinator. And then I was appointed the founding director of customer service when we won the election and uh, brought that same curriculum to the city and started uh, working with HR and the Department of Neighborhoods and Charlie Beckham and brought that curriculum to um, to the departments. And uh, we built a culture around customer service. It's not always perfect. You're only as good as your last performance, but um, it's a true, uh, a true, uh, I would say, a curriculum that really uh, emphasizes and champions serving not only your internal customer, but your, 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 your constituents, number one. You know, we want to make people feel that you're going to a world-class restaurant or a uh, world-class resort if you're going to the city of Detroit. Again, not always perfect, but we strive to uh, for excellence and also being a workplace of choice for uh, people to work for the city of Detroit. Well, I know that um, Detroit Mayor Duggan has been focused on the residents, and he said more than once, the residents are my customers. And so where do you start? I mean, back when you started, and that was, what, eight years ago almost at yes. this point, where do you start? How do you implement it? And how do you show results in customer service for a big city like Detroit? Well, you start with again the internal customer, the the employees, your 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 people that work at the city. Uh, you start with unifying everyone and everyone following the same mentality of your customers are your lifeline. Your customers are uh, essential to you having a job. Uh, again, we go right to the phones, answering phones, answering emails, and building a a culture that uh, when someone calls you, you pick up the phone or you call them back. Uh, again, I'm always going to say it's not always perfect. We're, we're constantly working at it. Uh, but that is the mentality is to to the phone is the lifeline. The email is the lifeline and, and getting back to your customer and being there and being accountable and reliable for your customer. 
accountable and reliable. That that's awesome. Um, so how do you implement that? I mean, how do you get people involved? Do you put them through training, or I mean, how does that start to be able to implement that? What we did is we we took city employees, got them out of their element, and brought them into a training facility to where we brought everyone in a room along leadership and frontline employees brought everyone together. And if you wanted to vent in these sessions, if you wanted to talk about what's working, what's not working, and we brought everyone together seven hour seminars fed everybody it was great it was almost like uh, uh it was fellowship it was it was building relationships internally and we would talk about four modules the first module is first impressions second module fo- focus and discipline positive first and going above and beyond and after these seven hour seminars we would flesh out action plans to go back into the departments and to live certain certain systems and protocol and ways to to treat your customer. And then we would follow up in the department because you can plant the seed, but if you don't water the seed, it's the plant's not going to grow. And that's what we did. And we continue to do that today. Customer service is not, it's a constant. It's something you constantly have to work at. So we continue to work with these same departments from eight years ago when new city employees come in, they'll go through new employee orientation and going above and beyond curriculum is what they go through when when they're introduced to the city and they're on board. That, that's awesome. I mean, very much as government is like the private side as well, you have to start and measure and keep going back. But that's interesting. So new employees that come and are hired by the city will get an indoctrination on customer service. Is that right? Absolutely. So customer service sits in the mayor's office, but it also sits in talent development. So they do the new employee orientation. And when you're in new employee orientation, you'll be introduced to the curriculum. That's awesome. In fact, that's a great tip for businesses that uh, um, not only, obviously, when you come into customer service for major corporations like you're here in Detroit, you've got GM and you've got Ford and you've got Stellantis uh, as far as uh, big autos, um, but the customer service team always gets the training, but not necessarily all the employees but that is important that the employees understand that their interactions with fellow employees is customer service. Absolutely. And, and by coming in like that, you understand that, yes, customer service for the residents is important, but customer service to my fellow employees is important. So that's great that that's done. Yes, HR set out, the mayor set out in in the beginning to create an environment that is a workplace of choice. And we feel that, uh, and I think a lot of city employees feel that the city of Detroit is a great place to work, to build a career, to be part of something. And with that, you need a, a, a culture that serves each other, a culture that's inspiring, a culture that that is that works for everybody. That's and to create that culture. And I know from when you started to where it is today, uh, I I go into the city of Detroit all the time, and I will have to say I have felt the difference. Um, not only in the attitude of the um, employees of the city of Detroit, but the processes have changed. Uh, You looked at the processes and said, okay, um, what's the lengthy process? Why is it taking so long? Can we improve on the process? And I've seen that as well, uh, to look at that, to say, why should it take this long? Can we implement technology? Right. 
our, our lean team is very, is crucial to that, to that, uh, give them all the credit for that. That's a, a team that does Greenbelt training and, and really works on systems and protocol and process. I've seen that in some of the things that I've done as well, the ability to get it done quicker, but also to continue to look at the process, to continue to go back. And I know the IT group is an awesome group and they're constantly looking at softwares and different types of applications, again, to make the experience better for not only the resident, but the business owner. The business owner is very important here for the city of Detroit. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Uh, we say residents first. Our businesses are, are crucial to the success of the city, making sure that the residents have and, and the visitors have uh, variety, quality of life. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, systems, protocol, and uh, constantly taking, being obsessed with taking great things and making them better. That's fantastic. And now, as we look at customer service then and now, um, do any suggestions, ideas, uh, successes come to mind that uh, have occurred in this past, uh, say, eight years that you want to share with everybody as examples? I believe I can speak personally. Uh, probably not everyone has had a, a great experience, and that's something that we uh, work on every day is that how do you every single person that walks into City Hall or works with the city um, should have an, a wonderful experience. So constantly reminding and, and, and keeping aware uh, and that those constant reminders of things you already know is something that we feel that we are successful in working with city employees and, and constituents. Um, but I would say something that I'm excited about and, and has worked and works for me uh, is Improve Detroit. It's an app that we started many years ago. And uh, I would say in the beginning, probably uh, our second year in is when it was introduced. Uh, and Improved Detroit has city services on it that you can report. And the city services, it's not all city services are on there, but there are city services on there that actually have accountability behind the scenes. So there's systems and process that are set up that can actually resolve these issues. It's not perfect. We strive for it to be perfect, but it's not. <laughs> I actually have that app mm -hmm. on my phone, and you're absolutely right. I can go in there, so if I happen to see a pothole or a light is out, um, I can go there and uh, report it, and it does get action. So, it does. So you feel, what would you rate it, 1 to 10? I would, Based on the application, I'd rate it a 10, because if I'm going to take the time to report something, uh, whether it be a pothole, a light out, um, I want to make sure someone's actually reading it and saying, hey, we got a problem here or someone's taking the time to do that. And that is absolutely the case. Uh, there is somebody behind the app as opposed to just, you know, sending in the uh, the request. Absolutely. The service cannot be on the app if we don't have a lead that that's what they eat, breathe, live and sleep every day and watching the, the, the what's coming in on the app. Right, exactly. And I, I know that uh, if you're going to provide something, it's worse not to have the follow-up. You might as well not provide it than provide it and not follow up. Yes. And I, I see that and I see the improvements in the city of Detroit. And, uh, and, you know, as a customer, as I go in the city, I feel that difference. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you here. Um, let's talk a little bit about the 24-hour Economy ambassador. What now? What is that? 
Well, here, here's how it all started. Here's how it all started. Uh, I, I also, not only in hospitality, but I grew up in the music business here in the city. And, you know, we're known for music and cars, right? We have an automotive uh, industry. Motown, there, it right? is. Yes, it is. We have a, we have the uh, legend of a music industry, but there Do is- Do you play an instrument? Uh, uh, you know, I'm a closet artist. I, you know, I'm more in the, the admin of, of, of the creative economy. Okay, got it. Right? Okay. But uh, I grew up in with labels and, and managing and all these different things. Uh and uh, with that said, as I'm going through and with the team working in customer service, uh, 10 years ago, making in Detroit was moving to L.A. Those that did not move to L.A., where are they working? They're working in city departments. They're working in all these different places. So you have producers, singers, songwriters, all these different youth that, that really couldn't follow their dream to be uh, an artist or somebody that is the 100 jobs behind the artist in the industry. And they asked, how can we help? How can we... What can we do to, to bring the industry here to, to make sure that we have artists that live, work, and play in the city? Because you know that that a creative economy, it's a $3 trillion industry, is something that the city can 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 thrive. And it's an economy that that we, we had had once, not at that level, but Motown is when you talk to a Motown artist today, they own their property. They have a pension. They have all these different things that have kept them sustainable. We want to make sure that we have thousands of young men and women being able to build that 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 equity, that generational wealth. So what we started doing, we started working with uh, with music festivals. We started working with production companies. We landed a uh, in a post incentive world. We landed a sitcom called Detroiters. We used them as a pilot to not only entice them to stay in Detroit, but how many Detroiters are you hiring? How many extras, Detroiters that live in the city? How many proper Detroit businesses, craft services? And we started measuring everything. And then we started to work with, with music festivals. We measured the, the community impact when they came into town. Then that turned into developers starting to develop and displacing music venues. Someone moves in, just like most cities, and says, turn that music down. And we say, well, that venue's been there for 30 years, and that venue is employs a hundred people. And a lot of them are, are, are youth from our neighborhoods that are bartenders, DJs, all these different things. So the mayor gave us the green light to, to work with these venues. So we brought people from across the aisle, the, 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 the developer, the music venue, DPD. And we sat down at a table and we talked and said, how can everyone live together in this ecosystem? Everyone being responsible. During that time, they were appointing nightmares in Europe, Berlin, Amsterdam had nightmares. So the mayors of the night being that they would be in charge of the economy from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., which is a huge economy. It's an economy that if you can create something, you're creating thousands of jobs during that economy. Plus, it's about public safety and about uh, working with the community. And so the mayor, we sat in a room one time with a whole bunch of creatives and the mayor's like, who wants Adrian to take this position? And I guess I got voted in at that, at that, at that, that point. Uh, and then I had my first interview and they said, you're the new nightmare of Detroit. I said, don't ever use that word again. There's one mayor in Detroit and they worked very hard to get that. So, so we came up with, um, nighttime economy ambassador. And then I started working with Rochelle Riley, who is our director of arts, culture, and entrepreneurship. She says, Aiden, you're the director of customer service. You work all day and then you're out all night. She <laughs> says, you should be the 24-hour economy ambassador. And that's how it came to fruition. And the 24-hour economy ambassador is the uh, is really focusing on the economy from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. and building. Uh, it's about creating jobs and opportunities. That's fantastic. What what are some of the, are there some of the companies that you can maybe cite that have developed here? I mean, I love music myself. Uh, I'm a kind of a would be, I'd love to be able to play the piano and I kind of 
take lessons. And, and I, I really appreciate music because uh, I know how hard it is to play an instrument. But uh, bringing that together, um, uh, would you consider yourself kind of the Dan Gilbert of, uh, of uh, music, uh, bringing everybody no, no, downtown? No, no. I, I'm the Adrian Tanone <laughs> of the Adrian Tanone. I'm not. I, I just, uh, I, uh, you know, there, there are, we measure everything. The, the mayor is, is, is everything is metrics, which to me is inspiring because they're, these are the facts. Uh, right now, we've probably saved about seven music venues from being displaced, uh, and that's thousands of jobs. Um, and we have about eight or nine new music venues coming to the city. Uh, you have the industry actually starting to move to the city, open up shop in the city. Uh, in the private sector, you have all sorts of different, uh, whether it's Illages, whether it's uh, Dan Gilbert, uh, they're bringing in, they're building music studios, they're creating jobs. Uh, and then you have the neighborhoods. The neighborhoods are everything. That's where our young men and live, work, play, uh, and, and these are the, the kids of the 750,000 Detroiters that stayed. And we are focused on that. And that's if we don't build our economy, if we don't build our, our city based on the Detroiters that stayed and the, uh, the kids of the Detroiters that stayed, uh, we'll, we'll be making a mistake. I, I think we're focused on the right things. Um, but again, uh, just the opportunities for, for our young men and, and women in the neighborhoods, which where I grew up and where I'm very focused on. Uh, and uh, it's exciting. It's inspiring. But, you know, you're, again, going back to customer service and the foundation. You're only as good as your last performance. So I don't want to say any more. <laughs> Let's keep working. Let's keep our sleeves rolled up and, and stay relentless. What well, is a music renaissance then in the city? And of course, the city of Detroit has just moved so nicely in the last eight years. We've survived the pandemic. Uh, we have people living downtown. We have uh, new apartments. I mean, again, all of that are new residents, people coming to the city for the very first time. And I think whether you're a, a resident or a business owner, whether you're in music or in auto, whatever it is, you want that experience to be a great one. And I think that's where we really look to you, Adrian, to kind of lead the charge here, to be able to make sure that not only are we doing it right today, but what do we need to be doing in the future? Right. I right. mean, are there any thoughts for the future and some of the things you can share with us maybe you're thinking about? I think the future, just 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 keep Detroit authentic, keep it genuine. Uh, and, and when new people come to the city, know the history of the city, know what was here before you, adapt to that uh, and bring new ideas, of course. And uh, really just uh, Detroit is a special place. It's a very, very <laughs> special place. You know, there's always a, a light at the end of the tunnel, but sometimes it could be a train. <laughs> so, so I just uh, we just never take things for granted. It, it, we, we've had some great wins uh, I, I, we talked about success early. I, I don't feel you're ever successful. There's moments of success. And hopefully after your career, after your, your, your life, that all those moments of success led up to a successful run. Uh, but that's how I feel personally. And, and again, leading the charge in, in this, in this, you know, I'm, I'm one of the soldiers of many. So <laughs> leading the charge with, with, uh, with everyone to our left and our right and, 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 and behind and, and ahead of us. Well, we know that, um, Great customer service is an endless journey. You have to be on that that trail and just keep going and plugging away. But I would have to say your enthusiasm, Adrian, makes us all ambassadors of the city of Detroit. And you make a good point. If you love Detroit, 
if you live in Detroit, if you want to make Detroit better, then it's important the people you meet, you basically expose them to that enthusiasm as well. So it could be somebody who's just walking down the street, maybe visiting for the Grand Prix or the PGA tournament, the Rocket Mortgage tournament, and they just don't know where to go. And they're looking for a helping hand, maybe a direction or where this is, just to be able to reach out and say, I can help you. You know, the customer service reaching out to be able to assist. And I think that's the enthusiasm you bring to the job, to the city of Detroit. Any words of wisdom as we wrap up here that you'd like to pass on to all of the folks that are listening? You know, I believe you, you look at what we've all gone through together. We've all gone through the crisis together. We're still in the crisis, uh, but really to assess who you are after the crisis uh, with the divide of the country, with all the different things. And I don't want to get political or anything, but do your part in bringing people together. Do your part in, in serving your fellow, your, your fellow human, whatever it may be. And just every day, just do something good for someone else and, and be part of the solution. And, and, and there's so many problems out there. Identify the problem and focus on the solution. And if we do that, we've done our part. We've, 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 we're hopefully getting to a, to a, a place where, where everyone has quality of life. And I think that's the, the purpose of, of life is to, to live quality of life, but also assist others to live quality. Well, that's great, great advice. And I will say to anybody listening here, we're going to make you all ambassadors. Uh, whether you're in Detroit or wherever you might be, to take uh, Adrian's direction here and become an ambassador and think about it and be able to help someone and certainly make life better. So, Adrian, thank you so much. Chef, can I say something really quick? You certainly can. just want to thank you for your service to this. Oh. You're you're an amazing, amazing individual, amazing person. And uh, you are inspiring, and you are inspiring to, to so many. It's probably been about 10 years that we've been hanging out. <laughs> we have been, and yes, you we are have. Just, just amazing, and, and thank you for everything that you do for the city of Detroit. Well, thank you, Adrian. It's a team effort, as I've said, and uh, we work together for the greater good. And I think we will continue to do that. So you are welcome back anytime. Um, and so all of you are now ambassadors of the city of Detroit or wherever. Um, and I want to thank you for listening. Uh, those of you that would like to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, it's the Chip Chat Podcast or email Chip, that's me, the Chip Chat Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Adrian. And thank you all for listening. Adrian, that was great. And thank you for those tips on uh, becoming a, a great ambassador. And we appreciate you joining us today on Chip Chat on Customer Service and look forward to having you join us again. 